Hi, I'm Luann Botta, and I'm Marianne Crum. You know, lots of things may be in short supply these days, but hope doesn't have to be one of them. Join us for the next 30 minutes or so, and we'll remind you how you can live with unquenchable hope. Hi, everybody. We are on our third session and the last one. We're going to wrap up the topic of doubt. It's truly a universal issue in the life of Christians. And it's just something that even the superstars of the faith dealt with. And we talked about this in episode one. The guys that saw Jesus Mm -hmm. risen from the dead Mm -hmm. were still doubting Yes. After they'd already seen him several times. Well, you know what, even John the Baptist, I mean, we know that he asked, is he the Christ? I mean, he Mm -hmm. wanted to make sure. And Jesus, he said, tell him that the blind are seeing, the Mm -hmm. deaf are hearing. So even John the Baptist, who Jesus had said, there's no one like him. It was his cousin. It was his cousin. And he said about John, there's no one like him. And Mm -hmm. yet John obviously in prison, said, is it really him? You know, I was thinking about this in the second episode when we were recording it, and just it flew out of my brain as things are wont to do. (laughs) But but Satan is an opportunist. And so when we're in difficult situations, like John being in prison, you know, he wants to come, especially in those moments. There were Jesus Mm -hmm. in the Garden of Gethsemane. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Jesus wasn't doubting, but he was certainly dreading. He sweat blood. It was agonizing. Your pores have to be absolutely going crazy Mm -hmm. in in anxiety for you to sweat blood. Right. Yeah. So doubting, although God highly, highly treasures our faith, when we trust him, it pleases him uh, and blesses him. We talked about that too. At the same time, he understands mm-hmm. Jesus was fully man, that's so right. he knows what that's like. Our doubts are different than his, sure. obviously. And at the same time, though, it is something that we should try to handle correctly, yeah. eliminate as much as we can I from our lives. I think to eliminate, only because it brings us more peace. My biggest thing is I'm learning so much about not sitting in doubt or not sitting in fear for days and days on head. Don't sit in condemning yourself because you made a mistake. Not sitting in that stuff. I feel like it goes away faster than it used to because of constantly saying, I know this isn't right. Because even when I was dealing with the apartment and stuff and all the fear of how's this going to work out and God, are you going to be there? And I need to know ahead of time. And so all of that started to dissipate when I would say, Lou, stop, Mm -hmm. stop. Mm -hmm. He is faithful. He's been faithful all this time. He's got you. You, You're in the palm of his hand. And I'd start to say those scriptures out loud over Mm -hmm. myself. And here's one that I do say is I said, Luann, and I always put my name, trust in the Lord. He is your help and your shield. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is your help and your shield. When he repeats himself, pay attention. (laughs) The Lord has been mindful of you, Lou. He will bless you. Psalm 115, 9. And I'll put my name in there and I'll say, the Lord's mindful of you, Lou. He knows what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. He knows this is hard for you. He's mindful. Settle down. He's mindful. And so you have to just talk to yourself, Yeah, obviously, and talk yourself through to peace. And the more you do it, the more it's good. The feelings have been horrible. All of a sudden, dread would come over and all of a sudden, heavy, heavy, heavy fear. And I I haven't walked in that in ages, but this was this massive fear. Uh, And then you don't want to take a step because you're afraid. And it was horrible. And I know it was an attack. 
But at the same time, it shut my mouth from speaking life, mm. like speaking the word to myself because you know the fear was overriding it, that trying to. So then I ran to friends, ran to my sisters, everybody, I need you to pray. I feel bombarded. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we do. You go to others, ask them to lift you up, let them be your Aaron and your her, lifting your hands, because there's times we can't fight. Uh We're too tired. Or we're like, I just don't want to do this anymore. What are we so afraid of? Are we afraid that God is not going to be trustworthy? Or are we afraid that we're going to be embarrassed? Yeah, or the God didn't come through and, okay, that didn't work. Yeah. Yeah, something like that, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But it got a hold of Mm -hmm. me, and I knew that it wasn't the Lord. It's a tormenting thing. It was tormenting. And I know everybody feels those things, but what we're saying and what we want today's podcast to be is that God is our peace, and He overrides all of this if we let Him just calm down and let Him be God. A verse that came to mind just a minute ago before we started recording this was from Matthew. Matthew eleven twenty eight, and most of us read it out of our normal versions of the Bible when it's the come to me all who are weary and heavy yes. laden and I will give you rest. Yes. But it's really kind of cool in the message paraphrase. So I'm going to read Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30 out of the message. It yes. says, are you tired? And, and doubt <laughs> makes you tired. Oh, yes, it does. Are you tired, worn out, mm-hmm. burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company Mm. with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Wow. That right there is God's vision of how Mm -hmm. he would like us to live. Mm -hmm. The different metaphors in the Bible that we're like children... Well, children don't fret over Mm-mm. all the things that, that we, we do. do. Correct. <laughs> he wants us to trust him like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it kills him to watch us tormenting ourselves yeah, with doubt when he's saying, Cast I told you I take care of you. <laughs> yes. I'm God. <laughs> yeah, that's a, I know that's that scripture. Cast all your cares on him for he cares for you. He mm-hmm. is our peace. That's what you just read. Yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I thought about, well, what are the antidotes oh, yeah. to doubt? Yes. So doubt is like a poison. Yes. You know, yes, when yes, you yes. drink poison, you have to take the antidote. Yeah. So the first one I thought of is one that we've already been talking about, but we can't say it enough, to spend regular time mm-hmm. in God's Word. Mm-hmm. If you're a Christian and you are just feeling like you're being tossed around everywhere mm-hmm. and you don't know what to do mm-hmm. and you're worried and fretful, the only answer that's going to comfort you is to turn to God's word, especially what he says about himself, mm-hmm. that he's sovereign, he's in control, right. and then all of his promises. And you right. can buy little books that are just the promises of yes, God correct. or Google it. I yes. mean, there's millions of resources out there. And it, the supernatural power of mm-hmm. God's word, we've yes. talked about it many times, mm-hmm. that it's not like reading an encyclopedia right. or a rule book or instructions for your ninja blender. It's powerful. Yes. And I've experienced that many, many times. And it doesn't come back void. That's what Mm -hmm. I like. When we use it, he said, it doesn't come back void. It does something. It does something because it's alive. Well, you just reading that verse where you put your name in it. Oh, yeah. That was powerful. Yeah. I always do that. Because it makes it come alive. Yeah. And Romans ten seventeen says, so faith comes from hearing, hearing. and hearing mm-hmm. from the word of Christ. That's so, good. Okay. The next antidote that I thought of was just the choices that we make. So we're sitting here in this situation and yeah. the doubts are bombarding <clears throat> us. 
Well, we all are putting our faith in something yep. all the time. Mm-hmm. And we get to choose where we put that faith. Right. So we can put that faith in our own reasoning, mm-hmm. in the facts mm-hmm. that are presenting themselves to us, right. or we can put our faith in what God says, mm-hmm. His promises, right. and, and who He is. We have faith to place somewhere. And Psalm 910 says, And those who know your name put their trust in you. Oh, yeah. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Yes. So again, that phrase, place is so good. your trust. Right in him. Yeah, where yes. are you going to place it? That's exactly right. I have the scripture too. I really wanted to put out the word today is why we're putting a lot of scriptures, scriptures. out right? mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's where the truth remains. That's where the truth is. And that's what will set any of us free from any kind of doubt and unbelief. Here in Isaiah fourteen twenty seven, it says, For the Lord Almighty has purposed, and who can thwart him? Mm-hmm. So he's purposed already our lives. Who can thwart that? Mm-hmm. His hand is stretched out, and who can turn it back? So that's his promise to us. I'm not going to thwart anything that I already have in motion over your life. You know, our lives have already been <laughs> written. Yeah. We're just, we're just living them out. Yeah. Psalm 139 talks about yes. that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if, if our lives are already detailed out, he wants to show us how to walk through them without. It's, it's just that there are some parts of the movie that we don't like. <laughs> I need the back of the book. Yeah, (laughs) that we want to edit out. Well, we do have the back of the book in the big sense, which is heaven. Of course, yes. And that helps me a lot to know that that's where this whole show is going to end up. (laughs) Believe you me. Seriously, though, that helps me a lot Mm -hmm. with doubts. It's like, you know, I can't figure this out. I'm just going to trust God. Whatever happens, even if I'm making a terrible mistake here, I know what's coming in eternity. It's going to be great. (laughs) So God is bigger than our mistakes. Well, I think too, is I know we all know the scripture, but this makes you see how close we are to him. It's in Isaiah 49, 15 to 16. And again, I put my name, Luann, I will not forget you. See, I have engraved you on the palms Mm -hmm. of my hands. Mm -hmm. So I always put my name there. I say my name, Luann, I'm not forgetting you. I've engraved you in the palm of my hands. I'm not forgetting you. So that really, really helps as well mm-hmm. to speak life over doubt. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it does. Yes. Okay, then the next thing in terms of an antidote is to to deal with doubts when they mm. first pop into our minds. The whole battle is in our minds. Yes. There's an emotional <laughs> aspect of doubting yes, too. You mm-hmm. know, there's the fear, the worry, anxiety. Yes. Mm-hmm. But if we can control our minds, then we can control our emotions That's right. as well. 2 Corinthians 10.5, we are destroying arguments and all arrogance raised against the knowledge of God, and we are taking every thought captive to the obedience Mm -hmm. of Christ. So when you think about this, okay, if we are destroying all the arguments and all the things that go against the knowledge of God, that's where doubts come in. When we are doubting, we're usually doubting really something that we should know about God. We're saying you're not all powerful, or you can't control this, or you can't give me favor in this situation. We're limiting God. We're putting him in this little box and saying, That's exactly right. I can't see how you're going to do it, so I don't believe you will. That's so good, because it's exactly (laughs) what the helmet of salvation, when I wrote the book, The Armor of God, the helmet of salvation is that scripture, and that's over your mind. And I was telling Marianne earlier, I said, I need to go back and read my own book because it <laughs> it's really settled down. But when it's, when it's the helmet of salvation, it says, though I walk in the flesh, I do not war according to the flesh. Mm-hmm. For the weapons of our warfare are not of flesh, but they are powerful before God for pulling down strongholds. 
So our mind goes into strongholds with mm-hmm. doubt, fear, And then it says, I am destroying imaginations, speculations, and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God and taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. There it is. There it is. There it is fighting against fear, doubt, torment, anything that's coming at us. That scripture alone that Mm -hmm. you just said, Mm -hmm. and I happen to know it off by heart because obviously I said it a million times (laughs) since I taught it to the kids back in the 90s, but it can be a ritual So you have to be careful because as much as you know scripture, they can be rituals and you can say the scripture, but you said it so many times, it's not resonating. Mm -hmm. So it it has to be something that you are meditating as you are speaking it, like Uh you know what it's saying. So it's telling us you can pull down these strongholds. This is not God's heart. You're battling. That's the flesh that Mm -hmm. is doing all this. Yeah. I wonder how many times a day I think thoughts that really are in opposition to what I should know about God. I should know what his promises are, Mm. and yet I'll let my mind think thoughts that go against that. Yeah, that's so good because another thing I have been doing that is just coming out of me is I wake up in the morning and I'll start a scripture. I'll just start saying something of the word. I don't know, Lord, you you never leave me or forsake me. Mm -hmm. And then it just keeps flowing. It would be Mm. one scripture after another, after another, after another. I just keep speaking over my life because I don't know what else to say. I don't want to keep saying the same things. Lord, I'm I'm struggling here because he knows that. So I'm just waking up and saying the word. That's like the rivers of living water that Jesus talked about Mm -hmm. flowing out of you Mm because you put them in there. Oh, no, they're in there, yeah. You have have to get them in there or there won't be anything to come out. So that's why we keep harping on you people to read the word. It just takes time. (laughs) But I'm telling you, and I know so many people and I get it. I understand it. So many people say, I can't memorize. I'm not good at it. Do you know what? Then put it to a song. Like a lot of times I met students, they had to memorize pieces of scripture. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them would, they would literally had tears and like, I can't memorize. It's just really hard for me. I said, put it to a song. Well, (laughs) <laughs> and that's when, you know, rap was starting to get real big. So yeah. they were rapping. And I'm like, that was like really good. So I could see them when they had to write it out, like they're they're out. on Fridays, <laughs> they're moving their heads <laughs> and they're, they're putting it down, but they remembered it. Do whatever you have to do because the enemy of our soul would say, I can't, but we can. Mm-hmm. You've memorized, we've memorized a lot of things. We know phone numbers. We know stuff we have to do for work. We know things mm-hmm. that we're reading. We know mm-hmm. we can memorize. For me, it's repetition. Yes. Helps and that's a lot. what it is. Because sure. it, just mm-hmm. the thought of someone telling me to memorize something takes yeah. me back to my <laughs> traumatic junior high school English <laughs> class where we had to memorize all these oh, poems all and purpose. get up and say them. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I seriously, I have PTSD when someone <laughs> says I have to memorize something. But yeah. I can read something over and over yes, again. And eventually I'll, might not have it word for word, yeah. but close. Sure. The, the heart of it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's a scripture in Ephesians 3. It is one of the best scriptures, and I never thought I could remember it. God can do exceeding abundantly beyond. Yes. But it? It, the, for this reason, I bow my knee before the Father, from whom heaven and earth derives its name, that he would grant me according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with all power through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in my heart through faith, and me being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth 
and to know the love of God that surpasses knowledge, that I may be filled up to all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask or think, according to the power that works within me. Wow, you just rattled off a lot of verses yes, there. But I'm telling you, I wrote it because can't memorize things that are typed. They have to be written. I was adamant because of what it was saying about the love of God. Mm-hmm. The love of God that surpasses all understanding, the love of God that passes knowledge. I needed to understand the love of God, but it was over and over Mm -hmm. and over just doing the first two sentences till I got it down. And then you go to the next two sentences and now it just flows. That's one of the scriptures I would say, as I'm walking around or talking to the Lord, Uh that will come up because it's powerful. That scripture right there would really eliminate a lot of doubts. Yes. If the Holy Spirit would just bring that to your mind. Yep. Wait, he loves me so much, I can't even imagine. He's going to do exceeding abundantly beyond. So here I am worried about getting this apartment. He might have something else in mind. He may have a palace ready for you, girl. (laughs) (laughs) But but seriously, it's practical. Yes, yes. Yes. And I know how many times God will just pop something into my mind Mm -hmm. that I know didn't come from me. I mean, I read it at some point, and so it's there. But that gives the Holy Spirit something to work with. Absolutely. And not just for us, but for others. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You, you can bring a scripture and give it to somebody else yep. and say, look, I was thinking about you. This came up and yeah. then just give it to them. And the word of God is not just some boring thing that as Christians, we have to read it. Oh, oh yeah. No, it is like having a nuclear arsenal great. in the spiritual war. That is a great way to think of that. Yeah. Honestly, to see it in nuclear, because when you think <laughs> about a nuclear bomb exploding mm-hmm. and it just goes and it's out everywhere. Yeah. That's exactly what that is. Yeah. That's why his word doesn't return void. It's it's a weapon. It's, yes, powerful. it's powerful. It's medicine. It's a weapon. Yes. It's it's all the good stuff. It's everything that he wanted it to be. So while we're reading it, although sometimes on some days, what we're reading may not seem like super yeah. turbocharged, relevant to our life. Mm-hmm. At some point, you may need that exact scripture. That's exactly right. And, and if you have it in there, store it in there, then yep. yeah, the Holy Spirit can That's use it. That's exactly right. All right. So this is the, the battle of the mind. One more verse I wanted to read because this shows you the rewards of taking the time to take those thoughts captive. I mean, oh, spiritual yeah. warfare is a battle. Yes. And sometimes we get lazy and we're like, I don't yeah. want to fight a battle. Yeah. I feel like fighting a battle today. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. This is your motivating verse. Romans 8, 6. <laughs> For to set the mind on the flesh Mm. is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. So when we're in those situations of doubt, we have to choose, again, where we're going to let our thoughts go. And if we go to the flesh, we just go to what we see with our eyes Mm -hmm. and this situation looks hopeless or this diagnosis is hopeless or whatever it is, that's going to lead us further down the the pit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of death. Yes. But to set the mind on the spirit, which would... In my mind, I'm thinking, okay, the Spirit is God. Yes. God, you can do anything. Mm -hmm. Nothing is too hard for you. That's where all those promises about what He's like and His character and His love for us and all of that, to set your mind on that is life and peace. That's right. I mean, who would not choose that? Right. What's that scripture? Whatever is noble, whatever is yeah, all those words. Yeah. Philippians. Whatever is good, whatever is... Philippians 4, I think. Think on these things. Because yeah. that's what he's saying, you know, just try to get yourself to do that. Hey, and it's work. It is. It's, it's not work. Our, it's not our easy. flesh is a powerful force and yes. it wants us to just sit there and chew on our problem and mm-hmm. try to figure it out and, you know, just 
mm-hmm. get bogged down in our own thoughts yes. instead of immediately just saying, you know what? You got this, God. Yes. He'll show us things to do. You mentioned that verse. Uh, maybe we weren't recording when you talked about it, about how you'll hear the the voice behind you, you saying, this, this is, is the way, way walking walk in it. it. Mm-hmm. That's that walking in the spirit. Yeah. That's why Jesus could say this way is light and it's easy yes. and the yoke is not so heavy. Yes. If you would just trust me <laughs> and, and quit sitting over there in your little puddle of anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure it all out. I don't mean you. Uh, no, you, you. I, I'm no, looking at you, me. but I mean me. <laughs> no, the thing so of it is. So you looking at me? <laughs> no, the thing, the thing of it is, that's exactly where I was. It was horrible. And I still don't have the answers yet, but it's okay. Yeah. I just had to battle this thing through mm-hmm. and just. And Why it's do just we do that? that? We, I do the same thing. We do the very thing that's going to make us miserable. It has to come down to unbelief on, on my mm-hmm. part. I just feel like there's a security in me being able to figure stuff out. Yeah. 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 And I think yeah. God loves to put us in situations mm-hmm. where we can't because <laughs> He knows that's just going to lead to more anxiety yeah. and worry. And yes. He wants us to go with the Spirit and the life and the peace. I know. We know that he is faithful. And I have one really good scripture. This is from Hebrews 13, 5, and it's the amplified version. Okay. This is so good. If you could see us right now, I have a slew of three by five cards. She does, and they are all wrinkly and worn. On a ring that I keep in my purse. And so this is- probably blood, sweat, and tears on those cards. This is how, I haven't memorized this yet, but I say it out loud a lot in pieces because I remember pieces of it. And it's just one verse and it says, for God himself has said to you, Luann, I will not in any way fail you nor give you up, nor leave you without support. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake, nor let you down, nor relax my hold on you. Assuredly not. Wow. Well, that pretty much Sums. is the big antidote yeah. to doubt right, <laughs> yes. right there. If we just believed we just- it. Anytime the Lord says anything in in twos and threes, Mm -hmm. he's repeating it so that you get it. Right. Like even in the revelations when he would say, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like, you know what? Pay attention to this plague that's coming because whoa. Or holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy. Mm -hmm. Yes. All those kind of things. Good things, bad things. So here he's saying, I will not, I will not, I will not Mm -hmm. in any way leave you helpless, nor forsake, nor let you down, nor relax my hold on you. Assuredly not. Again, I'm, my mind's taken back to the picture of the little kid diving in a pool for the first time off the yeah, diving oh, board, but his dad's out there yeah. treading water. He's going to catch him. And, yeah, yeah. and, you know, even if you can get the kid off the diving board, even mm-hmm. when they're in their water, they're, they're flailing around and the dad knows, yes, I've got you. God, I've got you. I will not. Just I will jump. not. Mm-hmm. I will not let go. Mm-hmm. And it's, why is that so hard for us to believe? I know. All right. And I have a closing verse too. Isaiah 26, three, I call this my dental procedure verse. I definitely have this one memorized. (laughs) The steadfast of mind, Mm. you will keep in perfect peace because he trusts in you. Yes. The peace comes from the trust. Trust. And your mind stayed on him. Yes. Yeah. Peace comes from trust. Well, that's That's what I've got, girl. That's a wrap, my friend. That was good. You want to close in prayer? Sure thing. I absolutely. Father, we just come before you in Jesus' name. Father, I just ask, first forgive us, Lord, when we go to places that are so unnecessary, undoubt and unbelief and fear. 
We go there as humans, and we know that that is not what your heart ever has said to us. As we have been rattling off all of these scriptures, all of these words that solidify, you've got us in the palm of your hand. There is no reason to doubt and fear and stress the way we do. So Father, I just pray right now over everybody that's listening, and including myself and Marianne, that Lord, that your word would come back to our hearts. We just ask, Father, that we would come into a place to just truly trust you. We are desperate for you in this time and season in our lives. Mm -hmm. So make us desperate to trust you at the same time Mm -hmm. and not let ourselves go back to the old way of thinking that you are not going to supply whatever it is we need. That is not even the truth of who you are or what your word even says. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you that you have us in a time and season that Paul, the apostle, would have done anything to live in this time. Mm -hmm. So let us realize that we are here for such a time as this because you purposed us to be here, because you could trust us to trust you. And so, Lord, may we come up to that level of faith and trusting and believing you and that we would not take a back seat to what you are doing on the earth right now, that we would rise up and be the godly men and women that you have called us to be in this season and in, in this time, for you put us here for such a time as this. Mm-hmm. We give you praise and we give you glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. If this podcast encouraged you, it might encourage someone else too. So please share it and share some hope.